only be happy, be happy with who you are. Be, be confident, comfortable and confident that you are here. You are purpose and you will be able to reach the things and the levels that you truly want to reach. Just believe that it's possible. Believe that it's possible. than your situation. Happy New Year and welcome to another inspiring episode of Podcast with Sheila, the first episode of the year. Our guest today is the Vice President of Middle Atlantic Career Counseling Association, the curator of Bigger Vision Within, the former re-employment services and eligibility assessment facilitator for the Department of Labor, Mark Smith. Hello, Mark, and welcome to Podcast with Sheila. Hello, thank you, Sheila. I'm so excited to be here today. Thank you for having me. It's a delight to have you. Because I, like I said earlier, off recording, I've seen a few of the projects you're doing, and I think it resonates with what we're doing here on Podcast with Sheila, and I really like it. So I believe today we're going to be touching a lot of people, and I can't wait to hear some of the feedbacks, as usual, we get from our listeners regarding the things we're doing here. Um, before we set the ball rolling, who is Mark? Can you give us a little background of who Mark is? That's the million dollar question. Exactly. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I'm going to start with, I'm a work in progress. I'm a continuous work in progress. I'm, uh, I, I live and reside in, in a, uh, a small town in between Baltimore, Maryland, and Washington, D.C., called Laurel, Maryland. And I uh, was born and raised in Columbus, Ohio, attended Ohio State University, but quickly realized early in my life and in my career that I was, instead of following the, the norm of what a lot of other people did, which was again a factory type life, it was I needed to do something and challenge myself to do something different. You know, um, I've always had the motto, dare to be different. Just truly dare to be different. And being different is taking pushing yourself to get to where you need to go. Left uh, Ohio back in 1999, moved to Arizona um, with my two kids, young boys at that time, because I didn't want them treated. I wanted, wanted them multicultural. I wanted them to be able to interact and compete one day when they grew older. Um, I lived in Arizona for, for 13 years. I moved to uh, D.C., I watched in DC back in 2011 and been in this general area. They call it the DMV, DC, Maryland, Washington, Virginia. Been in this particular area for well over, uh, uh, wow, almost, wow, we're going on 10 years, almost 11 years, but have had an impact or truly have had a, what I like to say, a, a, a purpose of speaking a message of positivity into individuals at some of the most crucial times in their life. So that is who I am. That's what I love to do. And I do it with a, a humble, but a hungry, but humble attitude every single day. I like that. I like that. And there's some, something else that you said that caught my eye and caught my attention. And I think I'm like that as well, dare to be different. I'll mm -hmm. never do something that everyone is doing. That's not me. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. I believe that when we give ourselves the opportunity to explore or to when we stretch ourselves, we find something within ourselves we never knew it was there. Mm -hmm. And we can only find that when we give ourselves the goal, mm -hmm. when we move away from what everyone else is doing and ask ourselves, what can we do differently, but mm -hmm. still make a big impact mm -hmm. in other people's lives? 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I, I believe that a lot of people want to do those things. A lot of people want to step out and want to do something totally different, which is why, again, I um, help create my, my podcast, help start the, the writings that I'm sure we'll talk about, as well yeah. as why I started them yeah. um, back yeah. in 2018. So look forward to, the, to our time today. Yeah, let's not go too fast. Let's go a little bit at a time because I want to catch all the juicy stories. Right. I think I read something in your profile that says um, you desire to chronicle every your choices and share the journey. And um, I don't know. I, I want to know why you do that. So is it like every choice you make in life, you write it down, you document it, kind of, to be able to share the story afterwards? I... I... I believe, let me kind of step back for a second. When yeah. I said there to be different yeah. or consequences for every choice that you make. Exactly. And Lord knows that I've made a lot of bad choices in my life. Yeah. And, and I had, I've had a lot of consequences that yeah. dealt with dealt with that. But the one thing that, that I think is most important is that we need to dialogue about it. We need to talk about some of those decisions that I made and decisions that other people made to say, to, to save them, so to speak, to give them, let them know that no matter what your choice is, you're not defined. You're not going to be, be defined by your past. Okay. You are going to be defined by the, the legacy or the things that you create as you, as you, you hear me all the time. Everybody knows me say, as you grow forward, exactly. not go forward, as you grow forward. So yeah. it's so important. I, I sit and I, I document some of the, some of the decisions mm-hmm. that I make. I go back and I like to say, my wife says, you time capsule a lot. <laughs> so I go back and talk about things that, I, that I've done in the past that yeah. are, are responsible for who I am. Yeah. And I try to think about, you know, I, I, I think about why did I do that? Mm-hmm. What truly, what, what, where was my mind or where was my, my spirit at, at that particular time when I made those decisions and made those choices? I don't take, you know, and I thank God I made those choices. Yeah. Thank God I had those consequences that happened to me yeah. for the choices that I made, because that is that gives me and down to share those with everybody and to make sure that there is a light. Let them know that there is a light at the end of that tunnel, no matter what situation they go through. I would like us to talk about some of, you know, some of the very raw choices you made and some of the consequences you faced and then the lessons you learned. Hmm. Well, <laughs> uh, I would probably say one of the most significant ones is um, leaving a, a, taking a chance on love. I was inside my life um, years ago, you know, 10, 10, 12 years ago, I was in a very, very unhappy place. And I was in an unhappy place, I would say 60, I, I, I could have easily blamed um, my environment or my my ex-wife or um, my kids or anything like that. But at the end of the day, I was the one that had to look in the mirror at myself. I had to chronicle and decide, am I the catalyst? Am I the problem of, of why things are the way they are? And at the end of the day, I realized that was the case. So I was bigger than who I was. I, I told, told lies to individuals. I um, actually got to, uh, alcohol became a, a crutch for me at a certain point in time. And I just spiraled all the way downhill. 
And, and you know, I remember reading something at that time when I was at my low point um, by Dr. Rick Rigsby. And Dr. Rigsby said, rock bottom is one of the greatest foundations, son. It's one of the greatest foundations that you can build on. And, if, if, you know, I didn't believe that, but it is true because you really have to look at yourself with an open mind, not with the whole of what society, what you really want to, uh, or what you want to be portrayed, you have to look at yourself for where you are and who you are. And that was back in, that was back in 2008, 2009. So we're not talking a whole lot, really not that long ago. But if I go back and really chronicle about it and talk about it, this had been a pattern of mine from right after I got out of college. There were, there were, there were shortcuts. There were things that I did that, that I shouldn't have done in terms of, of getting to levels of where I shouldn't, shouldn't reach. And I had to pay for them. You know, at 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011, man, I had to fight, claw my way back. No, no job, uh, a, a, a failed marriage, uh, children not wanting to, to really be proud of their dad, um, losing my father uh, to, to cancer, um, trying to be there for my mother as well as trying to build a new relationship, trying to, to establish who I was within. You know, and I can only just say that, um, this was probably one of the most significant times in my life because it made Mark realize who Mark was. But it also, at the end of the day, uh, Sheila, it made me realize that I'm a pretty good guy. I really am a daggone good guy. I just needed to believe that I was a good guy. I didn't need to let society dictate what the definition of a good guy is. Yeah. I needed to harness that. I need to be proud of who I am, proud of my heritage, and proud of the steps that I was going to make to recover and be the man that I am today. Yeah. I think I picked up three things as we're talking, and I'm going to attempt to get it out right. One thing I gather, and I think it makes sense, is we don't grow out. We don't grow if we don't take ownership of the bad choices we make. Mm-hmm. So when we keep blaming everybody for something wrong that happened in our lives, and then we don't take ownership for the bad choices we made, then we never go because we never learn anything out of the experience. Mm -hmm. So at least we should also try and take on some of the blame and know that it was based on this and that and that we did that ended us here. But not mm -hmm. also look at the negative side of it, try to look at the positive side and say, Yes, we are here, but we are kind of shaping ourselves for the better because the experience is going to make us better people. Mm -hmm. And another thing is, there's a reason why it's called past. That was in my past. Mm -hmm. And everything in the past stays in the past. So we don't have to drag it along and let it affect our growth for the future. Mm -hmm. I think I'm making sense, but I was picking up all of those as you were talking. And, and you know, that, that, that's so key because that gave me, you know, as I started to the, the I'm going to say the climb to yeah. know who Mark was yeah. and the climb, the, 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 the ascend to, to realize that I'm okay, it started making me think about what can I teach? Yeah. What can I teach and what can I say that actually will convey the things that I was feeling internally. Yeah. 
And I knew that just because I was feeling them internally, other people had to feel those things. You know, they always say that somebody is always, everybody tells you somebody's more worse, has, has more problems than you have. There's always some a situation is so worse than yours. But at, when you're going through it, you don't realize that. Yeah. You think it's me. It, nah, it can't, yeah. Nobody can be going through what I'm going yeah. through. Yeah. But I had to, I, again, I had to accept that this is, Mark, this is you. This is a situation. And guess what? You did it to yourself. You let you you did this to yourself. And the one thing that I will always say that, that I've learned is that really and truthfully, life is simplistic. Yeah. It truly is simplistic. We have all the tools and, and, and necessities and things that we that we need to be where we need to be to on a pattern of trajectory all the time. We as individuals, Mark as an individual and others as well, we convoluted sometimes. We add into that shopping cart. We put things that take things to that checkout line, so to speak. Yeah. And we take that out of there and take it home with us. Those compound on us. And those are the things that wind up having the consequences for the choices that we make. Brilliant. So how can one identify your purpose and live a fulfilled life. You got to go back to the basics. Where do you start, Mark? Where is the foundation? And I said, that's simple. It's something that we all need. And that is, and I wrote about it at the very first podcast, or excuse me, very first writing. It was called AIR. And I didn't spell it the way a lot of people say, a lot of people say AIR as A-I-R, right? Yeah. We're all educated enough to know that. I said, no, we're going to spell this a different, we're going to spell this A-I-R-R which stands for accountability, integrity, responsibility, and respect. That is a foundation of how you climb. That's the foundation of when you feel like you're stuck in a rut, when you feel like there's nowhere for you to go, when you're in head on, identify what, or, or, or let me back up and try to identify what purpose is. Let's go back there. Ask yourself the question, are you being accountable? Are you actually doing everything that you can on a consistent basis? And consistency is yeah. a whole nother level. Yeah. Are you doing things on a consistent level to make sure that you're successful? The second thing, are you, are, are you, uh, uh, have, do you have integrity? Are you doing the things that you're supposed to do when nobody's looking? Yeah. Can you be counted on to know that you're doing things the right way all the time? Because guess what? You can't get to that level of your purpose if you're not being you not have integrity and you're not integrity to yourself you got to take ownership of who you are you have to take you have to understand that you uh, whether you're a single person whether you have family you responsible you are responsible for somebody yeah. and for you and I you and I we are responsible for anybody that, that decides that they want to listen to what we have to say yeah we're responsible yeah and yeah. then the last the last one, which I believe is probably the the, mo the, the second most component other than, than accountability, is respect. You have to have respect for any and everybody that you come across, whether they've wronged you, whether they didn't wrong you, whether you like them because of skin color, whether you don't like them, whether you understand them. So if you have those, you understand that you're being accountable. You understand that you have integrity. You understand responsibility and you understand respect. Then guess what? Now you've identified something that is key. And that is we are, you, me, anybody that's listening, you are purpose. You are designed to be different. You're designed to be special. You're designed to do great things. You just have to believe in, within yourself that this is who you are. 
And this is this is what you have been brought here to do. I, I laugh and joke all the time because um, I teach a, a, a workforce development class for a, a group of young men and women here. They call it, when's the last time you went to the market and you went to the end thank the the cashier or thank the stocker for doing a great job yeah. well we never do that we yeah. never do that why don't you do that because yeah. without them and their their responsibility then you wouldn't have the things that you need their their purpose at that particular time at that particular moment is to provide a service or put something right there for you right there for you yeah. that's what they're designed to do at that particular time so everybody's purpose is totally different we confuse a lot of times, and I was guilty of it. We confuse purpose for platform. For platform. Platform. Okay. Platform. We we confuse it because a lot of times we think that that again, you you and I, an example. We have the ability to speak to individuals in a a national or international way through through a podcast as well as as writings or whatever. Yeah. But other people, like the, the example, the grocery store clerk, he is speaking to everybody that comes in that store yeah. in his own way. Yeah. So yeah. I, I encourage everybody to really be happy, be happy with who you are. Be, be confident, comfortable and confident that you are here, you are purpose, and you will be able to reach the things and the levels that you truly want to reach. Just believe that it's possible. Believe that it's possible and you will get there. There's something you said over there about the cashier at, uh, at the till mm -hmm. in the market. And I had a story recently. I think I had a story on one of these talk shows. And this lady um, was homeless, so was sleeping in her car. Mm -hmm. And then there was a shop. So she's parked in front of this big supermarket. And every morning she goes in there to get bits and bobs. Then she tells the manager that one day I'll be working here. She says that one day I'll be working here. She says that casually and then she leaves. So one day the manager spoke to her and said, why are you always here? And she said, I'm homeless. I'll sleep in my car. And according to her, her story was she had a good life. She had a good job, but she didn't have family. So the people around her, her friends, were the people she would say were family. And she had a good heart. So they kind of knew that she was that good. So everybody kept taking from her. So somebody needs money, they borrow it. Somebody needs it, they borrow it. But when she went into crisis, nobody was there for her to the point that she had to be homeless. So she spoke to the manager and all that. He got to know that she had a level of education so she'd be able to work there as a cashier and they took her on, they helped her. The good thing is the, the manager said, when the lady started working in the shop, a lot more people started coming in mm -hmm. to shop there. Because every time people went to this lady's tale, she said something positive to them. Be excited for today because you're alive. Put a smile on your face. And sometimes people like to hear these things to start them off in the day. So her purpose probably was to be in the shop, talking to people early in the morning who didn't have probably a good start to the day to say something positive to them. Say, be happy for being alive. Be happy for being able to breathe. People are in the hospital who are not working, who are not doing this, that, that, that. Be excited. And that gave people a good start to the day. So that was her purpose. So it looks like you don't have to really stretch out yourself too much to be looking for purpose somewhere else. Your purpose is probably staring in front of you. You don't have to do too much, you know, something little, but make sure you are impacting a life. Like you said, people do things for the likes, for the views, for the shares. But if you're able to touch one person's life, 
you've made a difference. And that's the most important thing, isn't it, Mark? Absolutely. <laughs> difference. That is truly the difference. You know, one of the things that, that, that you just reminded me of is we all are charged to, when we have a conversation with, with individuals, we can leave them bitter or we can leave yeah. them better. Exactly. We can leave them either way. Either way, we can we can affect them and affect their day in such a way that it is it permeates. It permeates to everybody else that they talk to. I, I have people who are, you know, some of my mentors and individuals interact with, and just their words, just their kind words, just their 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 quick note, their quick email, the quick or the quick uh, text message, man, it just brightens my day. Because again, I know that they are truly passionate about who they are and what they yeah. what they need. And what is, uh, you know, Sheila, what, what's sad is that we talked about choices, right? We yeah. all have that choice. Yeah. We all have that choice to, to enact that with everybody we come across. Yeah. And it, it's just powerful. It's a powerful thing. It's such a small, small thing, but it's one probably one of the most powerful things that is innate in, in all of us that we don't take advantage of. It's true. True. So I'm going to quote you now. You said, your why is greater is greater than your situation. Why do you say that? Because a lot of times we don't understand what is happening to us. Yeah. I always say that we don't have problems. We have situations. Yeah. We never have a problem. We have a situation because there's always an answer for everything. Yeah. Do we see it? No, we don't. A lot, of, not, a great amount of time, we don't see it. But we we wallow in what we call what we think is the problem. But what's giving us a, an opportunity, an opportunity for something else to happen? I always said that comfort is a casualty of growth. And everybody that knows me hears me say that all the time. And a lot of people say, "Well, what do you mean, Mark? What do you mean comfort's a casualty of growth?" It's what we are called to stretch beyond what we what we even know when we get to a certain level that we need to be pushed sometimes humanistically we don't we don't push we settle we settle and that is where we we plateau and we're not designed as individuals to plateau therefore you have to understand your why you have to understand what your purpose what you're doing what you need to do and your that's why i say your why is greater than your situation being being uh, uh, consumed with alcohol is what I was. Being an individual who didn't appreciate itself. Being a, 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 I don't want to say a bad father, but a father that truly listened. Being a a non-responsive husband or ex-husband. Being a a a, a, um, a a not thoughtful son. These are these are things that were going on. But I had to, and I thought they were a they were in my situation. But my why, my why was to bring me out of that to realize that, as I said before, Mark, you're probably one of the, and my mother will say, you're the best son a mother can have. You know, my, my children, my children will say, dad, you are the greatest father that you can have. My wife will say, you know, and thank God, are you the best husband a woman can have? My why is, is greater than my situation. So I didn't understand it. I, I was caught up in that hamster wheel of life, feeling sorry for myself. But I needed that change, you know. Although it was, was I also say change is hard at first, messy in the middle, but rewarding at the end. So that change or that place where I was, that was that change. I needed to be upended off my off my pedestal to get to where I need to go. So yeah, that was my why. My why is is now. My why is is 
being able to have dialogue with people. My why is to help people see that there truly is light. You may think it's dark. It's not dark. It's light. It's truly light. This is your opportunity to take a step back, reprioritize things that are truly important to you in your life to help you grow forward. Yeah, what we see, isn't it? If you, if you want to see light, it's light you see. Mm -hmm. If you want to see darkness, it's darkness you see. So whatever you want to see, say it and try to see it and then it will happen. Absolutely. The thoughts you think, yeah. the visions you see, yeah. and the actions you take. Yeah, yeah. Consistent. That's consistent. Great. Let's talk about legacy. So legacy mm -hmm. is an abbreviated word in this case. Mm -hmm. What is it? Legacy. Wow. Legacy for me stands for leaders exemplify greatness among choices over the years. Legacy. And when I wrote that um, to close out season five of the process, which was entitled Procrastination, The Thief of Time, I sat back and revisited again the individuals who had impact in my life. I went back to thinking about the small messages that a, a football coach did for me in, in Little League football. I played in an organization in Columbus, Ohio, that there weren't that many um, Blacks in that organization. This man, instead of taking advantage, or not taking advantage, instead of exploiting as well as um, demeaning uh, the, 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 the three, there was only three Black kids that were on that team. He brought everybody together and taught them the, the value of unity. He taught them the value of making sure that a man is a man and let what a man should expect. And he was teaching us then how a man should be to his children. Mm -hmm. this, so I, 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 that always sticks with me. Then there also there's, there's the, the series or, or the portion, so to speak, in, in, a, in a work environment and challenge to, to learn things, challenge to read, challenge to go above and beyond myself, challenge to not use my physical capabilities at, at work or on the football field, but to make sure that I sit back and analyze what it is that I'm truly being taught at that level through a, a job that I had at Youth Conservation Corps. Then again, I, I talk about my, uh, my, my high school principal, <laughs> my high school principal who, um, his, his thing was something I always preach now is on time means you're late. If you're on time, you're late. Do things with, with giving 100%. If you don't give 100%, you didn't give at all. Mm. Um, those types of things. So I, I wrap that up to say that you know, these are, are things that we have an opportunity. All of us have an opportunity to do. But we, it, it comes with time. So leaders exemplify greatness. What is greatness? Greatness is, is being able to lift your head high and to say that I've given 110, I'm giving everything I can all the time to everybody that I can. Among choices over the years, we all made choices over the years that we're not truly proud of, but yet still we understand them now. So when we all wrap around or we all um, stand in front of somebody and when the, the days, are, our final days are over, we know that we have done the things that we were supposed to do to impact so many people that we can. Now, again, it's who we touch, when we touch them, and how we touch them. So I strongly believe that every leader, every leader, he or she exemplifies greatness among their choices over the years. So that is what, what that means to me. 
that's what it means. That's what um, I, I want other individuals to understand when they really, hopefully when they're looking at legacy, when they're looking at their own legacy, when they're looking at, at those that they quote unquote admire, those that they look up to, are they answering those questions? Because if they are, then that's the, the right individuals for them uh, within their heart and soul. I want to ask this question. You know, um, at the beginning of the year, everybody has new year resolutions. What I want to do. Uh, expectations are very high. So everybody is working, putting in a lot of effort to make sure that we meet our goals. It starts um, very well at the beginning of the year. Towards the middle of the year, you see that it begins to dip, kind of. The enthusiasm has gone down. And then towards the end of the year, because I think one thing we need to know is problems will always come up. So when we start with all the enthusiasm at the beginning of the year, and when these problems start to hit, we get depressed, we give up, we all of that. What can you what can you say about this? Because I know this is typical of everybody else and most of us. You know, what can we do to help the situation so that we can start well, hold it on, and finish well? You 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 offer yourself um, mid uh, either midweek, weekly, mm -hmm. monthly checks, mm -hmm. monthly checks on yourself. But I think you got to go back and figure out what it is you truly want to do. Mm. what it is and, and, and ask about your commitment to doing it because mm -hmm. I believe again I talked a little bit about about um, um, change and and, you, and one of the things to get the change is you must be consistent of what you do yeah. so I, I've always said that you know you, you gave the example of New Year's resolution mm -hmm. people saying you know we all know the, the gyms are packed January through first part of February yeah. right everybody can get in and get the equipment yeah yeah, yeah. I, I always you know that that goes back to what I always say is word I this year I'm going to get up I'm going to go to the gym I'm going to get up I'm going to do this I'm going to make these type of changes mm -hmm. your actions lie January I just gave that example January through February the gym's packed I'm getting up I'm going to the gym but, but Sheila, consistency doesn't lie. So yeah. words lie, actions lie, consistency doesn't lie. Yeah. So for those who are feeling stuck, those who feel that they, they can't push through, remember consistency. If you do this every single day, if you do this every day, no matter how you feel, if you write down, hey, you know what? Today, January, blah, 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 I felt like crap. But guess what? I went on and did it. I may, not have did, I may not have read for four hours, like I said I was going to do. I read for two hours. Mm -hmm. I didn't walk the dog for, for two hours like I promised I was going to do. I walked the dog for 20 minutes. I made a step. And I read a, 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 an article one time. And the easiest thing for somebody to do, that, to get started with consistency, and I'm sure, you and I, I'm sure we both do it, mm -hmm. is you make when you get out of the bed in the morning, make the bed. Yeah. Make the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your first step of completion. Yeah, your very first step. Something simple like that. You yeah. know, you make your bed. Yeah, you get up. You don't. You make your bed. Every so that's the first single day. Now, are these things hard to do sometimes? I mean, being consistent, absolutely, because you got life. Yeah. You got things that are going to occur in your life. Yeah. But to answer your question. I would say that you you hold on to truly what you said you wanted to do. And commitment. You know, I, I use the word commitment. Commit to me, the definition of commitment is staying loyal to what you said you're gonna do long after the mood you set it in left you. 
Now we can unpack that. Mm -hmm. Staying loyal to what you said you're going to do long after the mood you said left you. The day that you didn't want to make the bed, the day that you want to go to the gym, the day that you didn't want to do something with your spouse, whatever you said that you, you were going to be committed to do, be consistent. Remember, it's one day at a time. It's one day at a time. You're not, you don't have to do this all at once. One day, one day, one day. All of us will get there to what we said our mind would do. And then once we get there, guess what? Let's bring somebody else with you. Take somebody else who is struggling that, that you can you can identify with and say, hey, you know, I struggle with doing X, Y, Z. Let me tell you kind of the, the uh, a way that I did it that might be benefit for you. And then once they get there, guess what? They're going to grab somebody else. And guess what? At that point, we got legacy changing actions in 2022. Brilliant. In your view as a career counselor with ample experience, what is the best advice you can give with regards to choosing a career path? You know, I, I used to didn't, wasn't big on um, what we call self-directed surveys. I wasn't big on those. I wasn't big on you giving me a piece of paper, um, me answering questions and then coming back, giving me a code saying, I belong to this. I would say really and truly ask yourself the question, what would you do if it was free? If you didn't have to get paid, what would you do? What would you, what would you actually do every single day, every day, get up at five o'clock or 4.30 in the morning and do it to four or five o'clock if you didn't get paid? What would you do? And a lot of people will come back and answer the question. I would do X, Y, and Z. Okay, now let's look at what, what qualifications are in that particular career field or that job field. Now let's take a look and see where you fall into that. So I make them take a, or I ask them to take a deeper look at something that they are truly passionate about and then follow that passion of where they need or what they need to do with, again, writing down tangible goals, obtaining tangible goals and, and making sure that they are holding themselves accountable for, for doing the things that they said that they wanted to do to reach their goals. So again, just take a, take a true look at, at where they are, what they want to do and find passion behind it. Because again, this is I, it, 2018. 2018 is when I said enough is enough. This is what I am designed to do. So I did 15 years in post-secondary education. You know, 15 years, a lot, the bulk of, my, bulk of my work, I spent another seven, eight years on an assembly line, manufacturing cars. So until you realize that you're really ready to do something and you really understand what you're truly called to do. And that's when that light bulb will come on, go on and, and you'll make things happen. So it's never too late. If anybody thinks it's too, it's never too late. Just, just believe in yourself, decide what you'll do for free and then put it in motion. Lately, I hear a lot of, should I say millennials or a lot of young people say, um, the end goal is money. So because social media is offering that to a lot of people now. So they say mm -hmm. the end goal is money. So why do I go to school then if I'm making it now? What can we say to people like that? Do you think they should be dropping school because you're making money now and go on with the social media life, what is offering them? It may not be lasting. You, you hit it right there. It's not going to last. It is truly not. Everything has an expiration date. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. We have expiration dates. 
tagged to us. We don't know that date. Same thing with, with, with money. Uh, money cannot be your sole reason and can't give you peace. Yeah, it pays you. We're not, I don't think any, any of us are, 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 are ludicrous or insane. We know we need that to, to sustain a living. We, we, that's a given, but it's not the only way to live. You know, there's so many people who, and who, who, live, who don't need that type of lifestyle. They're okay with where they are. They, their bills are met. You know, I, I said, and I, I always tell everybody, four years of my life for me to actually sleep in peace from chasing money, yeah. from, from alcoholism, from adultery, from lying, yeah. from cheating, from not being happy, 40 years, 40, that's a long time. I will never, I can't get those years back. But what I can do going forward or growing forward is understand that money is just an element that's there. If I have it, if it happens, fine. But I have, I love my wife. I want to spend time with her. I love my mom. That's that. I want to spend time with her. I want to spend time with them. I love talking to the, the, the young men and women inside of the, the trainings that I do. I love doing podcasts such as this one with you. These are things that I love, I'm passionate about. And it's not, it's not, it's no money. It doesn't cost me money. Yeah. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I'm really fulfilled individuals, a part of me that hopefully will help them be a better person at the end of the day. Well said, very well said. What is the story behind the process, your podcast? How did it start? <laughs> well, <laughs> defining moments, right? We got defining moments. In 2018, okay. I was, um, I told you, I just said I was working in post-secondary education. And I um, was giving a, a, a speech to young men and women at, inside of a, I was a career counseling school and I was giving a speech to young men and women about the power of, per, uh, of personal appearance, about always being ready, about dressing for success, mm -hmm. about dressing for the job you want, not the job you have, mm -hmm. about the importance of your resume, important to be able, your verbiage, how important your verb, not what you say, but how you articulate it, how that's going to be important with you with your first opportunity. And as soon as I got done, you know, I went back to my office and um, my campus president came and knocked on our door and told us to come to his office. And like any human being, uh, Sheila, we're thinking, oh, what did I do? <laughs> you want you want to see me? What did I do? So I go to his office and he tells us that that camp, our school, our, 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 our parent company, they were closing their doors that day, five o'clock that day. So I no longer had a job right in December of 2018, less than 15 days before Christmas. Oh, yeah. So I am. Um, I uh, very angry, very frustrated, very hurt. You know, I called my wife and told her, this is what happened. This is what's, what's going on. And she's like, don't worry about it. We're, we are together. We're going to make it through this. Don't worry about it. So I, it, I went home and started to try to put myself together, try to keep my happy face and try to stay strong. But it went, you know, from December through March of, the, of 2020 before I had an opportunity for employment again. So I went through so many different areas of so many different things of just, you know, I started thinking, wait a minute, am I going to spiral back to 2008? 
because I was getting angry. I was getting frustrated. I was starting to feel worthless again. Hmm. I sat down and said, I'm going to start to write down how I feel. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write down the steps of how I climbed out before and how am I going to climb out again? So I thought about this and said, what can you call this, Mark? What is this about? And I said, this is about your why. This is why are you going through this? What makes significant? What is the message that you are intended to say? Because this is the second time where you felt yourself having to battle uh, a, a, a demon that was really right in here. What do you need to do? What is it about? And I said, wait a minute. This is a process. It is a process of growth. It is a process of learning, it is a process of acceptance, and it is a process of, of taking your life and giving it back to somebody else or multiple people who can help get be better than what they were. And that's when it started. It started with a simple, <laughs> in 2019, it started with a simple YouTube video. Excuse me, a simple YouTube video that um, I put together and I said, what the heck, let's try it. Let's see what happens. And that first, very first YouTube video got two, 300 views. And I'm like, okay, this is perfect. This, this, this sounds good. And I got more and more confident in what I did and felt more and more comfortable with what I was saying and more and more passionate about helping other people. And like I said, that was 2019. Um, I did it a little different, Sheila. I, I um, A lot of people have had, this is I'm sure your listener, listeners have had and you've had, you've gone to speeches, you've heard people get on stage and speak. And during that time in 18, I said, what can, what can I do that's different? Yeah. What can I say that's a little bit different than other things? And, but more importantly, how can I get that to resonate? How can I get them to understand or listen and pull something out that might help them? And I said, aha, acronyms. We all are in a world of acronyms or where we like to talk and use acronyms. So that's what I did. I just, I created, um, I'm in my sixth series right now of the process. Uh, I, and every, every message contains a word that's broken down within, within an acronym with each, each letter meaning something specific and intentional to make us take things to another level. Yeah. Uh, and I love it. I, I truly love it every day. Yeah. You know, Sometimes you go through, I, I, I heard um, Steve Harvey say once that that situation you're going through, maybe God needs a book from it. <laughs> you're going through that situation because probably God needs a podcast from that. That's, that, that's right. That's so right. Allow yourself to go through the process. Mm -hmm. so there's a reason why you're going through that. So that mm -hmm. your one-time your one experience will be able to save thousand more people so it's good to experience it, to help other people come out of it through a podcast, through a book, through something else, a YouTube page, something else, you know, mm -hmm. for other people to benefit out of it. Mm -hmm. So in essence, we should allow ourselves to go through the process, not try and hold the process, try mm -hmm. and change the course, you know, allow ourselves to go through it, go through it. Um, they say, they say, they say our struggles will be somebody else's strength. At exactly. some point, our struggles will be somebody else's strength. But I also want to say something else that, that I think is poor. We talked a little bit about, about change yeah. earlier. And I always think to myself about something that is powerful with change. And I always believe that most people don't change until the pain of staying greater than the pain of changing. And I, I, what you see, right, work in progress, been there, done that, got the t-shirt. Mm -hmm. That pain 
of staying the same. That layoff in 2018, I had been okay. I had been comfortable, but that change, that pain of things staying the same what was, was not good for me. Yeah. And God knew it was time. He knew it was time to say, let me close this door. Yeah. Because it's something else that you, that you're, that you're sitting on that you need to do. And I'm, I'm going to shut this. I'm going to take it away from you. So now you, you'll listen and you'll do it. And I've been so richly blessed. I've been so, um, looked at things in totally a different way. I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a work in progress. I am truly a work in progress, but I truly believe that, and just, just like you said before, understanding my why is greater than my situation, which is part of my process. This, this, is, this is it. This is the process. What is your most memorable moment on this journey from 2018 till now? Mm. Most memorable journey. Um, each of them are, are significant. Um, every single one, I would probably say the most, thus far, the most memorable journey is being asked to speak at the, um, International Association of Workforce Professionals. That is probably one of the biggest stages of, in the workforce arena that is, that is out there. And they asked me what I talk on something that I've written on, which was, which entitled growth. G-R-O-W-T-H. And I said, and I wrote that was gradual reminder, obstacles will test hope, growth. And I had an opportunity, although it was virtual, I still had an opportunity to affect, there was over 780 people virtually who were actually at that conference and who were listening to what I was talking about. And just the, the magnitude of individuals coming back after it was done, you know, I even still have a couple of people today that stay in contact with me and say, man, I've applied this. I understand that, you know, the obstacles. I understand that obstacles is my opportunity. I understand that the, the, I, I need to grasp the gradual aspect of things that have gone on in my life. And I need to keep in mind that there's a reminder of everything. So to this, at this point, that will probably be one of the most significant ones. But I still say every day, every single day that I'm blessed to do this, um, have conversations with, with individuals like you, have, have, a, have uh, my podcast to go on the radio on Star 107 FM, um, I, I, my own TV show or streaming TV show. Man, God is just speaking. He's speaking. I'm just a vessel that's allowing him to get it done. That's it. Do you think that when God speaks and you listen, it makes the journey easier? Knowledge speaks, wisdom listens. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. When he speaks, it makes it so much easier in my life. And I believe, again, knowing me and admitting where I was then to where I am now, which is the series that I'm in, if I only knew then what I know now, I, I know that um, he has always spoke. He has always, he's always spoke to me and given me the guidance. But he also has always been there to say that you are going to fall, but you will not, I will not let you falter. You're going to you're going to fail from time to time, but you're going to learn from that failure. So I'm truly, truly, truly again honored and and happy for the for the, for the consequences that happened from the choices that I made. I understand it now. I understand it. The why, <laughs> the why. How can how can somebody know this is God speaking, and this is not me telling myself. 
what to do next. You know, when I talked about, again, hitting, feeling that rock bottom, right? Yeah. I always told my wife um, that you can run from a lot of people, but you can't run from yourself. You can run from a lot of spiritual elements in life, mm -hmm. but when the Holy Spirit convicts you, mm -hmm. there's nowhere to run. Yeah. There's nowhere to run. Yeah. You can't run. Mm -hmm. But, and that's what me personally, that's what I needed. I needed that conviction. I needed to look into the mirror and say, hey, get it together. I needed to, to get that good flow of emotion, those good cry, that good, 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 you know, that good cry. <laughs> that one that one is just, you know, you, 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 snot's going everywhere. And then to look at myself and say, okay, it's out, it's released, it's time to go. I, 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 it's time for you to be okay. You are a good person. You are worthy. Yeah. You are strong. I, you are powerful. Now let's go. It's time to, time to get it together. You, you, that's in your past. Now let's go forward. So, Brilliant. If you had one wish for um, this year, what would that be? And why? One wish. Yeah. Um, that we across the, across the globe, we across the globe, we will not allow any of our individuals, men, women, children, or anybody to go hungry ever again. We are globally, we waste more food than we manufacture. Exactly. We waste it. We throw it away. Well, like a cause or go or go buy more because we don't want it. I would wish that at some point. And sometime in this year, if, if that would be my wish, is that everybody will have a meal that they can eat every single day and not have to worry about it. That would be my wish. That's very touching. You know, this um, yesterday when I had that, it's going to get very icy um, with the week ahead. All I thought of was what's going to happen to the homeless people? Mm -hmm. When is that icy? What's going to happen to them? No, no we, got, we got you know that that's 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 a whole other element because again we have in every city, in every town, in every country you have um, abandoned buildings that are sitting there. You have homes that are that are that are vacant. There's no there's no need for homelessness. There's no need for for any, nobody not eating. You know there's there's no reason for it. The the, the structure is here. We just again as a society. Unfortunately, we 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 don't truly, you know, we talk about we take care of our own, but we truly don't. We don't. We don't. We don't. We don't. That's sad. That's sad. But I tell you, one day, one day it'll be taken care of. One day. I think that we just have to make a um, we have to make a move. We have to make the initiative. I don't know if I'm saying it right. That if every everybody is doing something little, we'll be saving the we'll be saving ourselves because nobody's going to do it for us. Absolutely. We have to do it for ourselves. Mm -hmm. A little, a little here and there, and then I believe we'll be making a difference. And at this point, a lot of people have lost their homes with the pandemic and everything else that came with it. A lot of people have lost their homes, lost their jobs. There's a lot mm -hmm. of people going through so much that mm -hmm. I, I'll just throw it out there that if you happen to be in a better position and you think you can help, just help. Just help. That's right. Don't think That's too right. much. Don't think too much. Just help. You don't have to think of it too much. Just help. 
Uh, at one time I was listening to another talk show. I listen to talk shows a lot. And most of the talk shows I listen, I'm either listening to Steve Harvey or I'm listening to Oprah. And there's this little boy who came on with his dad and he's doing a project in the, in the in, in their city. And their dad said they went to the shop and there was this homeless guy sitting at the entrance of the shop. And the dad said he had just $20. And the small boy said, dad, give it to him. And the father said, this is all we have. So if we give it to him, what do we do? You know, sometimes you can be in a fix. I'm, I'm not saying give all the $20 to him. Sometimes you also have to apply wisdom. But if you think you can give some of the $20, give it. Don't think too much, just mm -hmm. give it. Because every time you mm -hmm. give, you receive. It's like a Absolutely. And it may not be, it, it may not be financially. You know what I mean? It, it, is, it, is, a, it is a blessing that is coming. Yeah. You know, it is a but you, know, you gotta you, you that that scenario. You know, I, I we talked about a lot. You know, um, my wife and I we talk a lot about individuals who we see that are hungry and individuals who are asking for food. So almost every time we see that, we will find the closest place to where they have food and uh, go get something, give them something. You know, go get something, take it, and bring it right back to them. And I remember the very first time that. Um, um she you know we had the conversation about us doing it and she said well why do you feel inclined to do that mm -hmm. i said you know what i never know two things one i never know when that could be me yeah i never know when that when that could be you mm -hmm. and more importantly i don't know if that is jesus manifesting himself into somebody else to test me to see if i'm going to give yeah. i don't know I don't know. So I'm going to eliminate the variable. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we make this year about giving? More of giving rather than receiving. More of giving rather than right. receiving. I yeah. think I'm going to push this more on this podcast this year. Give more rather mm -hmm. than uh, be expecting to receive. Mm -hmm. As we wrap up, what will your final message be to our listeners? <sighs> No longer wait to, to get to reach some of the levels that you've always wanted to do. Take each day as an opportunity to, to get better. Take each day as an opportunity to, to look within your mirror from the, from the time that you walk up, excuse me, and realize that you are great. You're, you are great. You are powerful. You are strong. You, you have the ability to do anything that you want to do. And, and don't live a life uh, in fear. Live a life of, of the opportunity that something positive is going to come out of whatever you, you embark your heart, your soul, and your spirit on doing. Don't, no longer to wait. I said 2020 is legacy changing actions every day. So find something you're passionate about. Share that vision with individuals who, who are, are, are like-minded with you. But also, don't be afraid to share that in, that, that wisdom or, or how you feel with somebody who might not like minded at you. Because your words, your kindness, your, your, your inspiration might just be what they need to take them from one level to the next level. So I would just say always remember that. Remember that change begins and ends within. Right. Change begins and ends begin. That's well said. Very well said. We'd like to say a massive thank you for coming on podcast with Sheila today. Thank you for having me. God bless you. 
If you've been listening in, this is season two, episode 40 of our podcast series, where we've been bringing your way seasoned guests with inspiring real life stories to share with us. Do not miss out on all these lovely experiences. Subscribe and be notified when a new episode is released. Whilst at it, please drop us a rating. We have a video presentation of this episode on our YouTube channel. Just search for podcast to Sheila on YouTube and you'll find us. Our prayer for you this year is that we'll all be victors and not victims. Until we meet again. Thank you.